all of you for coming out Sunday afternoon. Spanish for detox. Thanks to all those who download our talks and podcasts and iTunes. Invite your comments, correspondence, and feedback by emailing utahchristians at gmail.com. We also have a membership class on our website, utahchristians.org. I'd like to thank those who become members who couldn't do what we do without your help and support. Everything is inspired by the teachings of His Divine Grace, AC, Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, the founder of Chai and International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Oh, my God, you know, that's not the only one that's not the only one that's not the only it's easy to get satisfied where we are. We've seen favor and we've seen blessings in our life. We've had a great history. Krishna, God's protected us. He's promoted us. He's opened doors. We can start coasting along, thinking that we've seen our best days. We've had a great run of favor, but now it's over. Everything comes to an end. Let me just coast along on the blessings of the past. Our message today is that Krishna, God, never does his greatest feats in your yesterdays. They're always in your tomorrows. I've heard it said, the path of the righteous gets darker and darker. Wait a minute, I don't think I got that right. Oh, here it is, yeah. The path of the righteous gets brighter and brighter. Can I tell you that what Krishna, God, has in front of you is more promising, more fulfilling, more rewarding than anything that you've seen to date. However, sometimes before it gets brighter, it gets darker. Before we see more than enough, we go through a season of mm, not enough. There are times when the good has to come to an end in order to make room for the best. The time it doesn't make sense to us. Why did my business slow down? Why did this person walk away? Why did this door slam in my face? It's all part of God's plan. He's shaking things up to move you out of the good into the best. If he hadn't closed those doors, you wouldn't see the fullness of your destiny. We may not like the process, maybe uncomfortable. We're doing the right thing, but the wrong thing is happening. We're working hard, but we're not seeing increase. Thoughts will start to tell us, it's never going to get better. If it would have changed, it would have changed by now. Don't believe those lies. That disappointment, that breakup, that slow season, it didn't stop what Krishna has for you. It's just giving you a position for favor that you hadn't seen coming. That relationship that didn't work out, Krishna or God knew it was going to happen. Krishna wasn't surprised, caught off guard. It's already lined up somebody better than you ever thought. Your business has slowed down. That contract didn't go through. That setback is not stopping you. What it's doing, it's setting you up for new levels. You're not going to come out of that difficulty like you were before. You're not just going to get restored what you lost, but you're going to come out healthier than you were before, stronger than you were before, increased more than you were before. Why? Because God's way is to save the best for next. You feel like you're coming to an end. You feel like opportunities are drying up, doors are closing, 
favor has reached its expiration date. What used to work out isn't working anymore. Your resources are depleted. You're having a hard time making ends meet. You're running out of strength. You feel weary, drained. You don't think you can take it anymore. Now, the next thing I'm going to say is going to sound pretty odd here, but you're in a good place. When you come to your end, that's when Krishna, God, steps in. Your end is Krishna's beginning. Krishna steps in and not only helps you get through it, but he says to you, I've saved the best for next. The best position, the best relationships, the best in your financials, the most intimate walk with the Lord. You'll have more of the Lord's presence than you've ever had before. You'll have the best in your health. You'll feel better than you've ever felt before. The best in your family relationships. You're happier than you've ever been. More connected to the Lord than ever before in the past. The fact that things are running out doesn't mean that Krishna's forgotten about you. Oh, I must not have favor. I must have done something wrong. I must have jinxed it. No, it's a sign that Krishna, God, is about to do something that you've never seen before. Sometimes we feel no more. Know what I'm talking about? No more strength. No more vision. No more help. That's okay. There are seasons when you come to an end. You run out of a good thing. And what runs out of your life is not a surprise to Krishna. That relationship didn't make it. The company let you go. The loved one you lost, the health that went down during the pandemic, doesn't mean that you've seen the best of your days. Just sit back, endure it. It means that new levels of favor are coming, new levels of your destiny, better health, better opportunities, better relationship. Krishna is not going to just bring you out the same. You're going to look back on that time and say, Krishna, you saved the best until now. That person that walked away, don't get bitter. They had to go so the best could show up. And when you see what Krishna does, what he brings to those who keep in first place, you're going to say, the best was next. Those co-workers that played politics kept you from that promotion, made you look bad. You thought you'd run out of favor. You thought that Krishna had forgotten about you, but that had to happen. When you see the new door that Krishna opens, how he promotes you in the presence of your enemies, how he gives you influence and favor that you've never seen before. You'll say, Lord, thank you that you saved the best till now. You've taken me to where I couldn't go on my own. Don't be discouraged when you suffer a loss. Don't be discouraged when you're feeling lonely. Don't give up when you think you've been abandoned, when you feel like you're at the end. You've studied your situation, taxed your brain to Go through all the options, but you just don't see any way, any resolution. Don't worry. People can't stop your destiny. Circumstances can't stop your destiny. Closed doors can't stop your destiny. What Krishna has ordained, no man, no circumstances, no bad grace can stop it. You lose your job. The pandemic hits. What do you do? You just keep doing what Krishna asks you to do. Keep being good to people. Keep giving, keep serving, keep expecting, keep chanting the holy names of the Lord. When Krishna takes you down to nothing, that's a sign that the best is coming.
According to the Mahabharata, the Pandavas were cheated of their kingdom and forced into exile for 13 years. They lost everything, their home, their position, their wealth, their income, totally wiped out. They didn't even know how they'd be able to feed themselves and their large retinue in the forest. Once they reached their forest dwelling place, the head Brahman, Domya, he instructed the eldest Pandava Yudhisthira about the 108 names of the sun, as well as various Vedic prayers that he could recite. Then Yudhisthira entered the Ganges, as was the custom, up to the waist, wrapped his sacred thread around his thumb, stood facing the sun, and for three days and nights, without taking food or water or taking rest, he gave prayers and glorification and mantras to the sun god. <clears throat> three days afterwards, the blazingly effulgent Vivashon, the sun god, appeared before Yudhisthira. And he said, I am pleased with your prayers, with your austerities, with your devotion. You will get all that you desire. I will provide you with food for all the years of your exile in the forest. He gave to Yudhisthira a large copper bowl that later became known as Akshaya Patra. Patra means bowl and Akshaya means limitless. And he gave the following instructions. When your wife, Draupadi, has cooked a meal, she should place the food on this dish, and that food will then be inexhaustible in quantity. You can feed as many people, as many guests as you want. There's no limit to it until after everyone else has eaten, Draupadi eats. After Draupadi's eaten, that plate will not supply any more food for 24 hours. So thus you can feed any number of men. Sun God rose into the sky and vanished, saying, oh, by the way, you will regain your kingdom after 13 years. Who would have thought? A plate in the forest which would mystically feed thousands of hermits and their guests living in the forest and never having to worry about running out of food. Not only that, but we all know the sun is the source of vibrant, radiant health. The vitality and nutrition provided from the food coming from this bowl would have been better quality than what they would have got back in the palace provided by the royal cooks. The running out we're saying, it's not a sign that things are coming to an end, it's a sign that things are coming to a beginning. The running out is a sign that soon, running over is coming, you just have to pass the test. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. When you're running out, get excited, get ready, because soon you're going to be running over with strength. You're going to be running over with power that you've never felt before. You're going to be running over with energy like you've never seen before. You don't see how you survive in the forest, so to speak. How you can bear the separation, how the loneliness will ever go away. And when you come to the end of your wits, it's a good thing when you can't figure out a solution. That's when Krishna steps in and steps up. You had to run out before you could see the best. You had to come to an end so Krishna could take you to a new level, open doors bigger than you ever imagined, give you new health, new strength, new joy, peace like you've ever seen before. The best is not behind you. The best is next. Now, it may look just the opposite. When you come to the end, you've exhausted your options. Thoughts are going to tell you it's all downhill from now. You're running out of time. You're an old man. 
You can't accomplish your dream. Your favor date is expiring. Business is slowing down. You're running out of strength. This pandemic is going to be the end of you. The only reason that you feel like you're running out is because Krishna, for those who keep in first place, has saved the best for next. Let's keep the right perspective. Krishna, this looks like an end. I realize it, but I know it's a sign that you're about to show out in my life. There's a story told about Christopher Columbus. Seems he was tired, drained, discouraged. Seems like his dreams weren't coming to pass and been too long. No signs of success. One day he was wandering, discouraged, lonely, and dispirited in the countryside. All of a sudden he got overwhelmed with a great thirst. So he found a monastery, went in. He got a drink of water and he sat down. As he was drinking his water, an old monk came and sat with him. Listen to his story of how he wanted to go on an expedition to find a different land. And when it was over, Christopher Columbus handed back the cup of water and continued on his lonely, disparate wanderings. But that old monk was a personal friend of Queen Isabella. He went and convinced her to finance the expedition of Christopher Columbus. The discovery of Americas may have started with a drink of water and a quiet moment of refreshment in a country monastery. It's easy to live discouraged, feel like we're not going forwards, but backwards instead, running out of favor, running out of health. There's only one reason why you're running out of the good. That's because Krishna wants to get you to the best. He loves you too much to leave you just with the good. That's fine for a season, but at some point, You'll come to an end so that you can show out in your life in a greater way. And when you run out of everything, Krishna, God's no poor man. He can give you more. <laughs> Krishna is so loving, so merciful. He doesn't bring you out of the lack, the trouble, the betrayal, the difficulty. The same, he brings you from better to best. From good to better to best. And best means, by definition, something you've never seen before. Favor that you've never seen, health that you've never seen, opportunity, influence, finances, the best is out in front of you. And after you see that best, then Krishna's going to give you something better. He's going to give you a new best. What that means is he's taking you from glory to glory to glory to glory, from victory to victory to victory. Now obviously in between those glories, there are going to be seasons where you feel like you have no more. No more to give, no more creativity, no more resources, no more options. And there's nothing wrong at that point with saying, Krishna, I don't have any more. I'm on empty. My tank has not got anything in it. So you're blessed at that point. When you come to the end of your rope with less of you, there's more of Krishna and more of Krishna's favor. Seems odd. We're blessed when we're at the end. Why would Krishna say we're blessed when the contract doesn't go through? We're blessed when that person walks away. We're blessed when we don't have the strength. It's because when you're at the end, when you've run out of options, when you don't have any more in your tank, that's when Krishna shows up and replenishes you. That's when he does more than you could ever imagine. Now the fact that the Pandavas were eating well in the forest and even receiving and entertaining 
in a high standard, many, many guests made their enemy Duryodhan furious. He thought that when he cheated them of their kingdom and sent them to the forest, that would be the end of them. He'd never hear of them again. They'd be going from, uh, what does they call it, uh, finger to fist or hand, hand to mouth. They would have trouble with even the basis of life. But word started filtering back to Duryodhana in the palace that he'd stolen from the Pandavas that they were entertaining thousands and thousands of people in the forest of all places. He said, that's not what exile in this forest is supposed to be. So he wanted to do something to mess them up. He got the opportunity when the great sage Durvasa came visiting him one time with his 10,000 disciples. Durvasa is an incarnation of Lord Shiva. It means he gets angry very easily. And he's extremely eccentric. When Durvasa is staying with you, you can prepare him a beautiful feast at noon, lunchtime. He says, I'm not hungry, take it away. And then three o'clock in the morning, he gets up, he says, I want a feast. And if you don't please his every whim, he can curse you, you and all your generations with pestilence, disease, premature death, abortions, everything. He can really mess you up. So Duryodhan had all the resources of the palace. He had cooks, he had retainers. And for several days, whatever Durvasa and his 10,000 disciples wanted, they got him. Durvasa was very pleased. He said to Duryodhan, what can I do for you? Duryodhan started to spin his web of deceit around Durvasa in order to try to nail the Pandavas in the forest. He said to Durvasa, my brothers, Pandu's sons, are in the forest because of some unfortunate circumstances. He forgot to say that I'm the one that put him there. As you have blessed me with your presence, you have to go to them with your 10,000 disciples and bless them as well. So he told Durvasa that the Pandavas had been informed that all arrangements had been made to receive him and his 10,000 disciples in the forest camp, and that he personally would send a guide to show them where, where the Pandavas lived. Well, of course, you probably figured it out by now. You're a smart looking crowd. Duryodhan had not informed Pandavas of any such thing. In fact, he told the guides, make sure that you show up at the Pandavas camp after Draupadi has eaten. Right? Because you remember, until Draupadi eats, they could feed any number of people. 10,000 people wouldn't be a problem. And after Draupadi's eaten, the plague's not going to produce anything for 24 hours. So he says, make sure it's So there he is again. <laughs> now I've got it. So when they arrived, Duras and his disciples, they were obviously very hungry from walking all the way from the city Hasanapur, being a well-known sage, being misinformed by Duryodhana, he expected a certain high-level hospitality. The Pandavas, headed by Yudhisthira, welcomed him. They said, please have your ritual bath in the river and then come for your food. Bye bye, can you do something about uh, Ramu downstairs? It's been non-stop. I have to tie his makeup. It has to be completely dark. That's what we all think, right? How cute it is. We all, we all came from various points of Utah Valley to hear a bird chirp. <laughs> so continue the narration here. When 
Thus, and his disciples arrived. Of course, they were obviously hungry from walking all the way from the city, and they expected a certain level of hospitality. So Eudistere welcomed them and said, as is the custom, refresh yourselves by going down to the river and taking a bath, and then come up for food. Now, Eudistere didn't know that Drogadi had already eaten. And that meant that there wouldn't be any food until the next day. Dirgas and his disciples went to the river to have their ritual bath. And when Dropadi came to know about their arrival, she was freaking out, folks. She knew that a curse from Dervasa would be disastrous for them. He could burn them to fire by his glance. Oh, and it wasn't any point for Dropadi to ask anybody else for help because there wasn't anybody there in the forest that could provide food. So she thought of her friend, Krishna the Supreme Personality of God, who had descended on the planet to enact such pastimes with his devotees. She called out, Krishna, only you can save me. Do something, Krishna, you promise that you'll protect your devotees. In the Bhagavad Gita, you say that your devotees will never perish. You say that wherever your name is called out, you come there and personally present yourself before the devotee. And lo and behold, Krishna appeared from Dwarka, which was about 2,000 miles away. He instantly appeared before Draupadi. He said, what do you want? Draupadi said, Dervas is here with 10,000 disciples and he's hungry. He'll be back from his bath in a moment and will be destroyed. I have nothing to offer. Krishna said, look at Krishna there with his flute, peacock feather jauntily tucked in his crown, mischievous glint in his eye. This is a god with a sense of humor. So he says to Dropadi, why, why only Durvasa? I've come twice as far, and I'm also hungry too. What about me? Don't you have anything at all? She says, nothing. Then he said, show me the bowl. So when the news of Durvasa's arrival had reached Dropadi, she just finished eating, but she didn't get time to wash the bowl. So there's a tiny, tiny piece of spinach stuck to the bowl. Krishna took it from the hand of his devotee, Draupadi, put it on his tongue. Draupadi said, what are you doing, Krishna? There, this is a leftover piece of spinach. I've got to feed 10,000 people. Krishna took that spinach from the hand of his devotee. And he said, oh, I'm so full. Draupadi thought Krishna was making fun of him, eating a small, leftover piece of vegetable and saying he's full. He says, Krishna, don't be cruel. I'm already in distress because these people are waiting. I have nothing to offer. Now you're doing this to me. And he said, no, Draupadi, I'm really very, very full. And then the Supreme Personality of Godhead burped just to prove his point. Krishna, God, is the root cause of all existence. When you water the root, all the flowers, leaves, branches are automatically nourished. Krishna is compared to the stomach. When you feed the stomach, all the other parts of the body are satisfied. So when Krishna said, I'm full, it had huge meaning. So much so, that meanwhile, down at the river, Dervasa and his ravenously hungry disciples all of a sudden felt stuffed, just like you felt last Thanksgiving about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, right? 
you were on the couch and you weren't even watching the football game. You were out of it, man, women. So they thought, now the tables turn. They thought if they go to the lunch that Yudhisthira must have prepared for them, they wouldn't be able to do it justice. And then Yudhisthira would be displeased with them. So discretion is the best part of valor. And they just tiptoed off and made themselves scarce. Sometimes, as much as we don't like it, the people that do us wrong, the bad breaks, the betrayals, the Duryodhanas, they're all part of Krishna's plan. God has not only ordered your steps, but he's ordering the steps of your enemies as well. Things run out in your life. Instead of complaining, being bitter, keep the right perspective. It had to run out to make way for the best. So you can step up to whom you were created to be. What you're doing in the running out seasons is very important. If you go around being bitter, discouraged, trying to get even, that's going to keep you stuck right where you are. When doors close, when things slow down, when people turn on you, can I tell you, shanti, 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 stay in peace. Stay in peace, stay in peace. Why? Because Krishna, God knows what he's doing. He's got you in the palm of his hand. You're coming to an end, not because it's over, but because the best is next. Favor that you haven't seen, opportunity that you didn't expect, increased strength, creativity, good health, more than you could ever imagine. What happens to a balloon after it's quote-unquote spent itself? Seems all dead and deflated, out of power, flat. There's no more spirit, there's no more breath in it. But like that balloon, we need to be refilled. Weekly, we return to the church, the temple, the mosque, the synagogue, like you go to a refilling station. We recharge by associating with like-minded people, singing the glories of the Lord, eating consecrated food offered Him, and chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, or some comparable version of the name of the Lord. <clears throat> It is said, the holy name of the Lord is transcendentally blissful, bestows all benedictions, for it is God himself, the reservoir of all pleasures. The name of God and God are complete, and the name itself is the form of all transcendental pleasure. It is not a material name under any condition, and is no less powerful than Krishna himself. This is because the name of Krishna and Krishna are identical. The absolute truth and the name of the absolute are non-different. So therefore, when energy seems to have run out, Krishna is asking you to bring your empty pots and refill them with his holy names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Because he has higher octane energy waiting. Victories, glories, dreams accomplished, fulfilled that you've never seen or even imagined. But it's dependent on your doing your part and going to the pump, drinking again the healing waters, filling up with his power, doing what he asks you to do. We just have to pass the test of being grateful even when we're thirsty, being full of hope when we don't see anything happen. To pass the test, keeping the Lord first place, even in lean times. If you do this, Krishna will open the vaults of heaven. You may have to forgive someone that did you wrong. Doesn't make sense. They hurt you. You have a right to be bitter. But can I tell you, it's going to keep you from your best. 
It may be to step out in faith when you don't feel qualified to teach that class, to start that business, to mentor that young person, to keep a good attitude when you're not being treated right, to stay on the high road, to let Krishna fight your battles. It doesn't take any self-control, faith or discipline to try to pay people bad, to make them look bad, to do to them what they're doing to you. No, take the high road, be the better person, trust Krishna to be your vindicator. He can vindicate you better than you can vindicate yourself. Say you're running out of resources, business is slowed down, get excited, get ready, put on your hard bed, buckle your seatbelt, running over resources are headed your way because you honor Krishna, running over favor is coming running over blessings, running over opportunities. Running over opportunities means you have so many opportunities, you can't take them all. You have to choose which ones you want. For those, it is said, who walk with the Lord, He will replenish them when they get tired, refill them when they get empty, recharge them when their batteries get low. Just do your part, keep the state of your heart pure, always moving forward, always attempting to take more and more ground for the kingdom, always engaging steadfastly in the service. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna is saying, just keep me first place in your life. When you wake up in the morning, don't meet with anyone until you first meet with God. Take time to thank Him for the day. Thank Him for who He is. Thank Him that He's the giver of all good things, your protector, your provider, your healer, your waymaker. All through the day, under your breath. Lord, thank You for watching over my children today. Thank You for helping me at work. Thank You for helping me make good decisions. If you'll just acknowledge Krishna or God in all your ways, He'll crown your efforts with success. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hari, Hari. Before this pandemic hit, our temple in Spanish Fork had good income from our annual festival colors, which incidentally is coming up in about three weeks' time, the first one in a long while. And we also wholesale bulk colors to nonprofits all over the country. We have about a thousand clients all over North America. So overnight, all mass gatherings were canceled and our entire income stream dried up overnight. From thousands of dollars weekly went down to barely enough to pay the bills and keep the lights on. We were making ends meet, but to construct the temple and open it in Salt Lake City in 2019, I'd taken some loans out, interest-free loans, from our members there. The biggest loaner was a man named Sri Sharma. He gave us $208,000 interest-free to be paid back uh, in one or two years. <clears throat> so. I thought at the time I wouldn't have much problem paying back the loans because we have good income from these two different sources. But once that income dried away, I started to worry. I mean, how, how am I going to pay back $208,000 out of total loans of $288,000 without any income from our wholesale colors, without any other color festivals? And so I was kind of stressed about that for a while. And then last October, right out of the blue, Shri called me up and he said, True. I know you're a man of your word. I know you took the loan. I know you promised to pay it back within one or two years. And I know you're worried and bothered and stressed about your inability to do that. 
So it pains me to think about you going around stressed out like this. So what I'm going to do is, I'm calling you up today to let you know that I'm going to forgive the entire amount of $208,000. I want to turn it from a loan to a gift to you. And take that burden off your shoulders. And then, probably inspired by Sri Sharma, another person who'd give $40,000, he forgave $20,000 this loan. So out of $288,000 of interest-free loans that had been tendered to us by our members, $238,000 of it was forgiven during the pandemic. The pandemic had taken our income stream down to zero. We were out of options. We had no, nothing in the tank. We are at the bottom of the barrel. Seemed like there for a while we'd run out of favor that our fortune had expired, but that was only so Krishna could show his power in a different way, to take us from glory to glory, victory to victory, we went from running out to running over. And all the while I was stressing over having run out of options, Krishna had something better in mind than I ever imagined. We owe 288000 Imagine the gross amount of money that you have to make in order to realize a net, see what I'm saying? To get a net profit of 288,000, we have to make maybe at least 500,000. We didn't have to do any of that. So what Krishna had in mind was better than if everything had gone on as normal with our normal income stream. So can I tell you, I'm testifying before y'all here tonight, you haven't seen your best days. As long as you keep God first place, you might feel stuck. You might feel like doors are closed. The favor seems to have run out. But can I tell you that all happens for a reason? It had to run out so that you could see the best that Krishna has in store. The best part of your life is not behind you. The best part of your life is the next part of your life. You haven't seen, heard, or imagined what Krishna has in store. You wouldn't be discouraged over that closed door if you knew that Krishna was about to open a better door, would you? You wouldn't be stressed over the pandemic if you knew that Krishna was going to forgive your loans. Now, can we do our part and put Krishna first place? Can we go around with a song in our heart? Can we honor the Lord by chanting His holy names? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hari Hari, Hari Ram, Hari Ram, Ram Ram, Hari Hari. I believe that you are about to come into some of your best, best opportunities, best relationships, best health, best resources. Like with the Pandavas, like with Draupadi, like with ourselves right here in Utah, because you keep putting Krishna first place, you're going to go from running out to running over, from not enough to more than enough, your latter days will be better than your former days. Get ready. In Krishna's economy, glory leads to glory. Victory leads to more victory. Abundance leads to more abundance, more joy, more peace, more meaning, more opportunities. When you keep Krishna first place, there are no limits. The best is always yet to come. In this life, next life, go back to home, back to God. Hare Krishna, perfect timing, perfect in the candy. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.
So we invite you to try this time-honored and tested formula of honoring God by chanting His first names and then having made the experiment for yourself, just see if all the blessings that we haven't talked about don't make their way into your life. So please stand up, face the altar, and come forward with us. Lead Matsu is going to lead the chanting and then afterwards we'll have a few announcements and go downstairs for dinner. If you have any questions at that time, we'll be glad to try and answer them for you.
Shri Prabhupada Kija, Anandakota Vaishnavinda Kija, Namachar.